Welcome to the DK Pittsburgh Sports Lolly Steelers podcast. I'm Dale Lolly here, uh, Chris Carter off on uh, assignment uh, covering the Pitt men's basketball team in the ACC tournament. So I'll be handling the show today by myself. And uh, Tuesday was the deadline for uh, franchise tags across the league. And we had some interesting things happen here, especially over the last 24 hours, uh, if you included Dak Prescott signing uh, by the Dallas Cowboys as well in that uh, at $40 million a year on average. Um, it's a lot of money. And that's kind of uh, the, the going rate for quarterbacks right now. But I'll get to that more in a second. Uh, the players who received the franchise tag on, uh, on Tuesday, about the Tuesday deadline, were Chris Godwin with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, that's going to cost uh, the Buccaneers $15.8 million. Uh, the New York Jets place a non-exclusive franchise tag on safety Marcus May that guarantees him $10.496 million in 2021. Carolina Panthers officially placed a franchise tag on offensive tackle Taylor Moten, and uh, he's going to get $13.6 million. Uh, the Bears uh, placed a franchise tag on wide receiver Allen Robinson. Uh, again, that's for that uh, same uh, money that uh, that Goblin got 15.8 million. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars put uh, the franchise tag on Cam Robinson, their their starting left tackle at 13.6 million dollars. Uh, Brandon Scherf was franchise tagged by the Washington Football Team for the second consecutive year, so he made 15. Point, uh, just a shade over 15 million last year. That goes up to just over 18 million this year. That's a lot of money for a guard. Um, but he's he's a good player. They don't have a lot of good players, especially on offense. So they had to do that. But uh, more on that in a, here in a minute. Uh, the Denver Broncos pl- placed a franchise tag on safety Justin Simmons. Uh, that's thirteen point seven million dollars. That's the second consecutive season he's received the franchise tag. They're going to try to work out a, a long term deal with him. Uh, Leonard Williams uh, got the franchise tag from the Giants for the second consecutive year. Uh, he, he earned 16.126 million last year. He'll get 19.35 million this year. And then, and maybe one of the curious move, one of the more curious moves, the Saints put the franchise tag on safety Marcus Williams at 10.496 million dollars. And I say that's a curious move by the Saints because they're one of the teams that are dreadfully over the cap. And and so the one thing that I'm wondering here. Uh, in addition with that with that Dak Prescott deal, do these teams know something that we don't? And I'm beginning to think that maybe they just might. Uh, because if you look at the Cowboys cap situation now, after signing Dak Prescott, they now have just $4.5 million in cap space. Uh, the Saints are now $55 million over the cap after after doing that franchise tag deal with, uh, with Williams. Uh, even the Chicago Bears, after tagging Robinson, are twenty million dollars over the cap. So, it I, I, makes me wonder a little bit if these teams might know that, hey, the cap is not going to be the one hundred and eighty or one hundred eighty-three million dollars that everybody thought. It's coming to kind of the, the the TV deals are going to push this thing a little bit higher than that. And so, therefore, you know, we can sign, make make some of these moves and sign some of these guys that, that typically you wouldn't have seen that uh, teams do. Uh, if you look at the Steelers situation right now, again, they're about uh, seven, between seven and eight million dollars uh, over 
or under the salary cap. That was after the Ben Roethlisberger deal. And of course they made a couple of uh, minor procedural th- uh, deals here in the last uh, few days, uh, uh, signing exclusive rights, free agents, Marcus Allen, JC Hassenhauer. That leaves them one exclusive rights guy still remaining to sign. Uh, that would be uh, Robert Spillane. Obviously they're going to want Spillane back as well. Uh, but those deals really don't affect the cap all that much because there's just, there's some roster displacement there. Uh, with, with those guys simply replacing some guys who are making uh, essentially the, the, the rookie minimum. Um, so, you know, they only cost you a couple hundred thousand dollars against the cap. Uh, but if you look at it right now, there are about 14 teams that are less than $10 million over the, the cap or, or I'm sorry, under the cap, or, and there are still seven teams, eight teams that are, over the cap with a week remaining before everybody has to be under. So it does make me wonder if some of these teams don't know that, uh, you know, the cap is going to come in higher than what we thought uh, it, it was going to do. And it's certainly higher than, than a lot of the, the rumors that have been floated out there. Um, I, I will say this, and this, this kind of struck me as funny on Tuesday, Adam Schefter tweeted out like this was big news. Steelers have informed Bud Dupree they won't use the franchise tag on him this year. Of course, the Steelers had franchise tagged Bud Dupree last year. Well, of course they weren't going to do that. First of all, they didn't have the money. And secondly, Kevin Colbert said that three weeks ago when we spoke to him uh, that they weren't going to use. He absolutely said they were not going to use any of the tags this year. So this was not news. Um, You know, the Steelers are going to allow Bud Dupree to you know, go out and, and, and test free agency. They would like to have him back, but they, they certainly can't overpay to do so. Um, you know, they'll give him uh, an opportunity to go out and talk to some other teams and, and, and gauge what the interest is on the open market. And, the, you know, if, if, if it's the deal that they can match, they'll certainly try to match it or come close to it. And then he'll have a, a decision to make. But certainly they were never going to franchise tag him. Kevin Colbert had said that uh, three weeks ago when he spoke to the media. So, uh, that was not groundbreaking news of any uh, of any point, but I, I do believe that with nine guys being franchise tagged uh, on Tuesday, that's a, a few more than what I thought might be uh, tagged. There were 14 last year, so it's still lower than what it was the year before. Uh, but I, I do think that uh, you know when you when when we look back on this, this is going to be a sign, uh, and all signs are pointing to that uh, to that salary cap coming in north of that $183 million number that teams have been working off of. Um, and that, that was what they, that what they were basically told by the league a week ago. I think they're expecting that number to come in higher than that. We'll take a break. Be right back after this. Welcome back to the DK Pittsburgh Sports Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. I'm Dale Lolly, uh, sitting in today by myself here as Chris Carter handles uh, some pit duties. And uh, I did want to talk about not just the salary cap this year, but let's talk for a minute about the salary cap next year. Now, I, I've gotten a lot of pushback on this on the website, uh, DKPittsburghSports.com, regarding the fact that the Steelers. Uh, if you look at their 2022 salary cap, 
well, they have 20 players signed for next year. That's the lowest in the league. A tied, it's actually tied with uh, the San Francisco 49ers for the lowest in the league, but it's certainly not outside the norm. There are three teams with just 21 players signed for next year. That would be Seattle, Carolina, and Atlanta. And three other teams, the, uh, the Raiders, the Bears, and the Chiefs, only have 22 players signed. Denver and Detroit have 23. Not outside the norm in the NFL. Uh, the teams with the most players signed for the 2022 season, the Miami Dolphins with 43, the Browns with 42, the Jaguars with 39, the Rams with 38, the Vikings with 37. So there's there's a discrepancy there, but it's not a huge, huge discrepancy. You know, it's, it's not it's not massive when you start looking at the overall numbers, because here's what you have to look at. OK, the teams, for example, all things are not created equal here. The Steelers have 20 players under set under contract for 2022, but they have one hundred and forty five million dollars in salary cap space. The 49ers have 20 players signed through 2022. They only have $89 million in salary cap space. Which team is in better shape? It's the Steelers. Obviously, they have a lot more money there. Now, certainly, uh, and that also for the 49ers includes Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, who may not even be on the team next year. So, you know, you could knock it down to 19, and they're still going to need to go find a quarterback. The Falcons, who I mentioned, who have 21 players signed through 2022. They only have $42 million in cap space available next year. This is, of course, assuming the cap goes up to about $110 million. So, or $210 million, I'm sorry. So, again, the Steelers are in much better shape than the Atlanta Falcons, even though the Falcons have one more player signed than the Steelers. The Carolina Panthers, pretty similar situation to what the Steelers are. They have 21 players signed. They have $139 million in cap space. That's again, that's that's not a bad situation to be in the Seahawks. The same thing. They have 21 players signed, but they have one hundred and forty six million dollars in cap space next year. How about this one? The Chiefs have 22 players signed. So they have two more players signed than the Steelers do, but they only have sixty five million dollars in cap space. Again, sixty five million dollars and they got to sign thirty one players. Which team is in better shape long term for the in, in terms of the cap? Now, you could say, well, the, the Chiefs are in better shape because they've got their quarterback, but they can't afford to put much around them because they've only got $65 million to sign 30-plus players. That's simple math. Uh, the, the Bears have 22 players signed and $82 million. Again, the Steelers are in much better cap shape than that team. And Chicago doesn't have a quarterback of the future or a long-term solution at quarterback signed. The Raiders have 22 players signed. They've got $135 million in cap space. So they're in this, again, you look at that. The Raiders, the Seahawks, the Panthers, and the Steelers are all in the same situation here in terms of their long-term roster, but they also have a bunch of cap space. The Lions have 23 players signed for 2022, but they only have $76 million in cap space, half of what the Steelers have. So please, please, folks. When you look at this, don't just look at it through the Steelers lens. Look and see what everybody else is doing here as well. You know, the New Orleans Saints have 26 players signed, which sounds okay. That's that's right in the middle. But they only have 37 million in cap space available. 26 players, they got to go, go sign 27 more players, but they only have 38 million dollars with which to do it. You're not signing any big name guys to add to that roster. It's just you just can't. Um, now, certainly, I, I, you know, I look at a team like the Patriots and the Patriots, 
they're going to have $221 million in cap space, which is crazy. They got 26 players signed, but they don't know. Who, they have no idea who their quarterback's going to be. They're kind of in a, in a strange situation there. They're going to have the most cap space potentially. That, that includes some rollover from this year, those kind of things. Um, but, and that of course will go down when you start talking about roller dead cap space, those kind of things. But you know, it's, it's just a a different situation. You know, the Browns have, uh, they have lots of cap space. There's no doubt about it. They have 42 players signed. They are going to have $85 million in cap space in 2022, but that doesn't include their quarterback. So, you know, Baker Mayfield is going to get a raise this offseason or they're going to have to pick up at the very least, pick up his 50 year option, which is going to move his contract to over 20, uh, around twenty five million dollars next year. So you take a big chunk of that. And all of a sudden now they'll have 43 players signed, but potentially just 60 million dollars in cap space. So, yeah, they have cap space, but it's not an extreme amount of cap space. The Rams have 38 players signed, which sounds great, but they've only got thirty two million dollars in cap space. The Vikings have 37 players signed, but again, $38 million in cap space. So, uh, you know, the, 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 here's one. The Dallas Cowboys have 34 players signed, which is a lot more than the Steelers. They have 14 more players signed than the Steelers, but they've got $10 million in cap space. So that those are teams that have maneuvering to do. The Eagles are in the same boat. The Eagles, and they're paying their quarterback nothing, by the way. They just got rid of Carson Wentz. He's not even on the books for 2022. And yet they've got 33 players signed and $12.9 million in cap space. Those are teams that are in cap trouble, folks, not the Steelers. The Steelers are, are, are in fine shape. I don't care that they only have 20 players signed. They'll sign the guys that they want to keep. It's what they do. They keep their own. And, and so, yeah, they've, got, they've only got 20 players signed, but they've got $145 million with which to sign – uh, which with with which to fill out that roster. So they need to sign 33 guys, but they've got $145 million with which to do it. I'm no mathematician, but that's well over. That that's that's more than $3 million per player and they're certainly not going to add uh 50 uh, 33 $3 million players to their roster. That's not how this is going to work. They may sign, you know, TJ Watt's going to eat up a big chunk of that. Uh maybe 20-25 million dollars in 2022. That still leaves you a lot of cap space, all kinds of cap space. So, uh, you know, please save the, the woe is me. The Steelers are in trouble uh, with their salary cap. They're not. They haven't had $145 million in cap space for the next season since I've been covering the team. They haven't had that much cap space available in the next year combined in the 28 years that I've been covering the team. It just doesn't happen. And they're in far better shape than some of these other teams. You can, you can, you know, you can look around the league again. I'll, I'll take the Chiefs here. The Chiefs have 22 players signed for 2022, and they've got 65 million dollars with which to fill out that roster. That's 31 players at 65 million dollars. They're not they're not surrounding Patrick Mahomes with a bunch of stars. That's just not what's happening there. That's a team that, that's going to have to do some finagling to get under the cap. And that's the that's what the situation you find yourself in when you have a star quarterback. You know, I, I can look at the Detroit Lions who do not have a star quarterback. They just traded for, for, for Jared Goff. Jared Goff's not a star. They've got $76 million in cap space, and they're going to have to sign 30 players. That's not even $3 million a player. And they have no wide receivers right now. So, I mean, there are teams in far worse, far worse cap shape in 2022 than the Steelers. 
this is that's why you know and again i've said this over and over again 2022 is the year for the steelers to go out and get their next franchise quarterback and they they'll have many different options with which to do that they've got the cap space if they want to go make a trade for for a veteran player let's say Derek carr becomes available and they decide that's the that's the direction that they want to go well Derek carr is going to cost you 25 26 27 million dollars against your cap next year but they'll have the money to do that and if they go the rookie route they'll have the money to build around that rookie because they have all kinds of cap space they can add offensive an offensive lineman they can add a running back or a wide receiver whatever they want to add they can pay to keep that defense really really good because they have the cap space with which to do it. so the Steelers aren't in any kind of cap hell here this is the last year that they're up against the cap. Now, certainly in the, in future years, they'll be spending as they as they sign some of their their top guys, the Minka Fitzpatrick's, the the the, the TJ Watts, uh, some of these other young stars that they have, the Derek, uh, Devin Bushes, guys like that. When they sign those guys to long term extensions, but those are the guys that you want to sign to long term extensions, and you want to have the ability to do that. Well, moving forward, they will in 2022, in 2023. Two years is a long time in the NFL. Three years is, is, is an eternity in the NFL. They'll have players under contract. Uh, by 2022, the Steelers will have, have made at least 14 draft picks. Most of those guys will be on the roster, if not all of them. There'll be some other guys added in there as well, you know, rookie, undrafted rookie free agents, veteran players on, on cheaper deals. That's going to happen. So it's not a dire situation for the Steelers' salary cap. It just isn't. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how to convince some of the readers on the website that that's the case. They read too much other stuff. They, they don't look at all the teams. They just look at the, the Steelers in a, in a, in a, through, you know, a microscope. And I get it. You know, that's why they're fans of the team. But you have to look at everything big picture. You have to. You can't just look at your team. Look and see where they're at in, in comparison with some of the other teams in the league. There are more things to complain about with the Steelers when you do it that way, or just as many, as opposed to complaining about the salary cap situation, which is going to be much, much better in 2022. But that's going to do it for this show. I do appreciate everybody listening. Uh, of course, my partner, Chris Carter, and I will be back on uh, Saturday with another one of our, uh, our draft uh, series. And uh, we'll break down, uh, as we've been doing every Saturday, uh, another position, in the draft, or we'll talk more about the Steelers draft prospects. You can, you can of course uh, follow us here uh, on the DK uh, Pittsburgh sports uh, podcasts. You subscribe to all of them, download it right to your phone, wherever you, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we appreciate if you do that and like the, the, the podcast as well. We appreciate your feedback on that. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, keep reading uh, us at DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm Dale Lolly. You've been listening to the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. <laughs>